Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader or investor. Wealth Within was voted number three for stock market podcasts globally in 2018, so I hope you enjoy listening. We cover topics from trading to investing, as well as wealth creation to ensure you can achieve your financial goals. Because as we always say, lifestyle matters. As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Doug Allen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within and hope you're having a great start to 2020. I think it's an exciting year actually. Um, I was quite excited to get into 2020. It's like, I think I said on one of my earlier podcasts this year in January or start of January saying, hey, wow, finish a decade. Great. You know, finish a month, finish a week, finish a decade. Um, and, you know, really tackling it head on into the new decade. It's, and it gets down to again, and I have had a lot of feedback from that first podcast from from students of ours and non-students about it, how it's helped them, oh, I suppose, give them that, you know, kick up the you-know-what to get to do what you want to achieve. Because at the end of the day, it's about being responsible for yourself. Um, and I find a lot of people... Not a lot of people, I find most people actually don't or choose not to be responsible, if that makes sense. As if responsibility is a burden, I suppose, if that's what you call it. So it's easier to sit down in front of the TV, do nothing. And I was watching, and talking about sitting down in front of the TV, I was eating my breakfast this morning. I think it was this morning, yeah, and they brought up, there was a bit of a chat about how much people look at social, well, not social media, but look at their phones, how much time people pick up their phones. And I think it was like 80 or 90% of people with their mobile phones, they pick them up some extraordinary amount of time during the day. It's like, you know, on average, you know, every couple of minutes, they're picking up their phone, you know, looking at you know, for a, an email or for an SMS or something like that or checking their Facebook. And and I was having, I had a barbecue, I had a lot of friends around for a barbecue um, just about a month ago actually, well, sitting out by the pool and having a bit of a barbecue, and which was nice, which I like to do with my friends. They all come from Geelong and other places where I'm from. So I don't get to see them much because they are, you know, in Geelong and I'm in Melbourne and um, I'm not sometimes in other places around Australia as well, but... Uh, so it's nice to catch up, but I was sitting there having a you know, nice lunch, barbecue, with some friends, and one of them grabbed the phone, and I said, oh, why are you grabbing your phone? She says, because I've got to check my Facebook. I said, you're sitting here talking with good friends on a beautiful sunny day. Why do you need Facebook? She goes, because I do. I said, well, why do you need your Facebook? You're going to check your Facebook. Why do you need that? You're, we're having a great conversation here. And I wasn't just conversing with me. There was about four of us having a chat and and this person was involved in that chat with everybody and actively involved in the chat but suddenly she just stopped talking and picked up the phone to check her facebook i said why are you doing that unless the behavior i talk about it's like can't facebook wait till you go home 
Why do you need to check Facebook? Is life going to end without Facebook? No. Is life going to end without Google? No. Does life end without your phone? And it was funny, a few days, um, a few days ago, or not this, probably early last week, um, Janine, who you, most of you would know from, uh, you know, the, these podcasts, obviously, um, and obviously the YouTube videos and everything else, Janine, you know, who's been around me and part of our my life for well over well, over 20 years or more and part of this wealth within for probably 18 or 19 years but she goes I thought she got hold of me she goes why didn't you answer my calls I said what calls and she goes I called your phone your mobile phone I said no, I don't know I don't have it on me she goes where is it? I said I don't know I haven't seen it for 24 hours and to me these electronic toys are income reducers and and not necessarily and the lifestyle reduces they don't enhance the lifestyle they take it away because you have you distracted on other things that are less important to you and that's really what i'm trying to get through is these things whether it's an ipad or an iphone or whatever it is you know the the thing on the media today said you know the average person picks up their phone within five minutes of waking up and they're on the phone before they go to bed meaning they're playing games or they're doing something or they're on using some sort of electronic device and you know i i don't do that like i seriously if you ask me right now where's your phone dial i go i don't know it's not on me it's not anywhere near me i can't get it in a minute or two it's somewhere else i have it so when i go out people can contact me but it's not something that i live my life by and it's and i find a lot of successful people do that i remember chatting with a successful man one day and he goes i said he was talking about mobile phones, and he says, Dale, you know, the, you know the signs of a successful person? I said, what? He said, how much their phone doesn't ring? And what he meant by that is how much you don't get on your phone and how much you're not always being um, needed by other people. You know, because you, as a business person, you've got staff and other people doing their jobs properly and they're properly empowered. And that's really how I took it is, is even though I was a business person, even though I was not in my business at the time, I was out at a function. You could have, I could have left my phone in my car, it wouldn't have made one bit of difference to anything. And that's really what he was talking about. Um, and, I, and in the backhand way, it was probably a compliment um, from that point of view either, as well, um, from that point of view. But one of the things, I, one of the sort of things I wanted to talk a bit about today is this fear of losing. And there's another one that's called fear of missing out or FOMO, fear of missing out. And this is why, why part of the reason on my thread here is that people check their phones all the time for fear of missing out on that email or input that text and most of the stuff is pretty innate stuff it's not you know often say to people when they're panicking or they're stressed about something and i just say oh is somebody dying and they go no i go, so why are you stressed and they go what do you mean i said well if, not, if somebody's not dying then that's not a real big issue you know what i mean if you and my mum always said to me you know dale if money can't fix it then it really is a problem but if money can fix it, you don't have any problems. And regardless of whether you've got the money or not, it's irrelevant. It's about the attitude to it. So if somebody's dying, how do you fix that? So that's the point. But if you know, if it's something else, then you just got to chill out. And really, we get a lot of people with fear of missing out. So they their electronic devices or missing out on this news or missing out on what somebody had for lunch. Like seriously, you know. And I've seriously had people, friends of mine. You know, in restaurants, some people are taking photos of food, and I go, "Don't send that to me." And they go, "Why?" I said, "Because I don't care what you're eating. 
if you want to send me a photo onto a Facebook page, then do me a photo of you. I'm not, I'm not interested in what you're eating. So, and to me, it's it's these little things that people share with everybody, um, and that keeps them from focusing what they need to be focusing on. And, and obviously, our podcast is talking lots. And to me, we distract ourselves so much on all of these different devices and toys and everything else that we don't do what we know we need to do to achieve what we need to achieve. And that's the more. You know, more creation of our wealth. And wealth is not just money to me. It's about family. It's about um, lifestyle. It's also, and, and obviously, it's, you know, the more money you have, the obviously, the, the richer your lifestyle could be, you know, cars, et cetera, et cetera. But that's not the point. Like, I came from a family with no money. And so, you know, I, I grew up in a single-parent family. Like, my dad died when I was three months old, and people have read my book know that stuff. We had no money through our whole life. I was on government handouts all my life you know all that's all not all my life but you know what I mean my young life my before I left home you know and so I had to make my own way and that's really where my mum said to me be responsible Dale and take responsibility for what's going on in life you know you can have choices either do this or do that that's how it works you know and I've taught you the right value so that you do the right thing and always keep making decisions and taking responsibility and and mum always said I don't care what's happened how you handle it's the important thing you know, making sure you make those right decisions. So are you making the right decisions for your future? That's really the question I'm asking you is, you know, are you, when you pick up that phone, making the best decisions or the iPad or whatever else? Do you read books to feed your brain? And to me, this is a critical thing that I constantly come across, you know, when I'm, you know, doing reading and that is successful people read a lot. Um, you know, and if you've watched the, I think I mentioned on one of my other podcasts in the last six or eight weeks, how Bill Gates carries a bag of books around with him. Brain food, that's what you do. Um, and I've constantly got three and four books on the go. It's brain food. Because listening to experts, listening to people that teach you, listening to people that motivate you, listen to people that mentor you. And I'm talking about listening in the term, a metaphorical sense, that you can read and still be listening to their wise words. You're listening to this podcast because you're looking for wise words from me. And to me, that's that's what I'm talking about is listening to people like myself and others who have got who are where you desire to be, and getting us to help you and motivate you because you can't listen to positive in, uh, information all the time and not get positive results coming out of it. You know, negative only breeds more negative. You can't get a positive situation out of a negative mind. Um, and so, to me, is how are, what are your decisions? And how are you being accountable for where you're going tomorrow or next week, next month and next year? Have you sat down and done your goals yet, like we talked about in an earlier podcast? If you haven't, why not? You know, Because at the end of the day, we're going to get to the end of this year. You're going to get to the end of your life at some stage, whenever that is, hopefully a long way away. But are you going to get to where you designed to be or whether you just got settled for? And when I ask people about it, are you going to settle for stuff? They go, no. I go, well, then what are you doing? And to me, it's not being rude to people. It's just saying, you know, um, you need to be doing something. And, and it always reminds me of an old saying, I will do today what others won't. So I can play tomorrow where others can't. And I learned that when I was 19. And I thought, I'm going to live my life on that. And I'd play tomorrow. You know, I'm going to Europe in a couple of months. And a little bit later on this year, we're going to... America and we're doing a whole lot of stuff but the thing is to me it's I've earned the right to be able to do that I'm not saying that to sort of 
um, big note myself if that makes sense. All I'm saying is, is, is people desire to do things, but then they don't take actions to make them happen. You know, but uh, the world gets out of the road for people that are wanting, uh, making things happen for them. They don't, and so it's about what you focus on comes to you. So if you're focusing on not achieving and not getting to where you want to get, then that's what you're going to get. But if you're focusing on achieving and getting where you want to go, you'll get there. And this is, as I said, going back to this whole thing, spend less time on electronic devices, spend more time feeding your brain. And if you keep feeding your brain and you keep putting positive actions in, even little bits, you know. So I'm going to challenge you, my mentor, um, a gentleman called Wayne Berry, who I've known for, well, he just passed away last year, about March, April, April, I think, passed away. And one of my mentors, he said, Dale, he said, can you be 1% better today than you were yesterday? I went, yeah, mate. And he goes, okay. He said, tomorrow, can you be 1% better than you are today? I went, yeah. And he said, in 10 days, doing 1% better, could that make you 10% better? I went, yeah. And he said, well, how about let's get 1% better today? So can you be 1% better today? Can you do more, 1% more today to help you get where you want to go? That's what he was saying. So I'm asking you, I'm going to challenge you, can you be 1% better today? Can you be 1% better tomorrow? And then my mentor challenging me, he made me hundreds of percent better than what I was before I met him. And hopefully that's the case with you. So, well, I don't know where you're at at the moment, but you know what I mean. If you keep working towards something better, then you don't have to settle for. So, I just, to me, if I were you, I'd just be sitting down writing down what I want in my life and, and go out there and get it. Be 1% better. Put down the mobile phone. Put down the iPad. Spend more time working on you not just entertaining yourself with videos or entertaining yourself with, you know, games, that sort of stuff. Do things that are, that are productive for you, that enhance you, not do the opposite. I'll leave you those thoughts. Um, you've been listening to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Take care. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.